Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. God bless you. Welcome every single one of you that are on the General of Deliverance podcast. You're listening to us, whether you're riding or wherever you're at. I want to thank the Lord for you. My dear friends, I've got a nice, powerful message I'll be talking about today, and it's called Superstition Versus the Just that live by their faith. I will say it again. Superstition that that uh, versus the just that lives by their faith. And before I start anything, I want to first of all thank you, Heavenly Father, for blessing us to be able to teach this balanced message that will be filled with the word and balanced teaching. Father, I thank you for the ministry of deliverance. I thank you for the five-fold ministry, the apostolic anointing. I thank you for the gifts of the Spirit and the grace of God that you placed upon our lives. And Father, as I do this teaching today, I ask you, Lord God, to bless your people that are out there listening on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and that are listening on the many different podcasts where we're at. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, I mean, or listening to us on YouTube, we ask you to hit that subscribe button and subscribe to us, soldiers. You're listening at us on, on the podcast. I want you also to subscribe to our podcast so you don't want to miss any message we'll give. By the way, I thank every single one of you that have blessed us with a cash app donation. Sometimes we tell people, so a $5 donation, amen, just to bless and help us. And if you don't feel led, you don't have to. Just enjoy the teaching. But I do want to take time and shout out to every single one of you that have blessed us with a cash app donation of any size. We thank you for the $5 cash app donation. If you are thinking of donating to the work that we're doing, we ask you to donate to cash app. That is dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. Exactly that. Dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. Amen. Well, look, I'm going to get past that and get ready to jump into the word of the Lord. My God, friends, I am really stirred up today. Praise God. I was really motivated by a question that was asked to me online. And amen. And I thought that I would jump into this word. Amen. And deal with a message titled Superstition versus the just that shall live by their faith. Superstition versus the just that shall live by their faith. Now, someone asked me a question, an inbox question, and sometimes when I'm able to, I will take an inbox question that someone asks us, and we will do some research or create a message from the Word of God to give them the understanding of it. But this wonderful soldier in the Lord asked a question, and she asked about, a superstition that went like this. Don't split the pole when walking together if a pole is in the middle. And that was the superstitious belief. Do not split the pole 
when walking together, if a pole is in the middle. Now, I'm going to deal with that a little bit more, what that belief system is all about. But I kind of, when I heard it, it made me immediately think about the Apostle Paul in the 17th chapter of the book of Acts, chapter 2022. Paul had went to Athens, and when he got there, he said to them as he stood up, they were catching on and taking on to themselves different beliefs and ideas. And you know, sometimes you ever wonder, like, where in the world does some of this stuff come from? But here was Paul in Athens, and Paul makes a statement to them. And here goes what that statement was in Acts 17 and 22. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. The belief that this here don't split the pole when walking together, if a pole is in the middle, is a superstition. And let me tell you what Paul was saying to them. Paul was saying to them, this word superstition in the original Greeks means more religious than others or too superstitious. Now, this more religious than others, when we use this term, you're so religious, amen, we're talking about a person that has gone overwhelmingly in a belief that they have to the point until they lose the freedom of normalcy or they begin to attribute power to something that really doesn't have power. Now, listen what the definition of superstition is as you read it down. Amen. A belief or practice resulting from ignorance. And when we use the term ignorance here, we're not saying derogatory word, you're so ignorant. No, we're not saying that. Lacking knowledge. A belief or practice resulting from ignorance. The next thing superstition is connected to is the fear of the unknown. That's next. The other level of, of superstition is to trust in magic or chance. Now, and the third and the fourth level is a false conception of causation, meaning it is the fearful cause and effect. One of the things that is rooted into superstition is fear that if you don't do a certain thing in the flesh, it's going to cause a, a counter reaction in the natural and spirit and bottom line, you'll have bad luck if you do this. Or you'll have good luck if you do that. Well, let me tell you about the church. Amen. We that are born again, we don't operate under luck. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, amen. Romans 1, 17, Galatians 3, 11. It says the just shall live by their faith. Now look what it says here in the book of Habakkuk. This is one of my favorite verses. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. The saying the just shall live by their faith is a familiar one in Christian life. It originally comes from Habakkuk 2 and 4, which says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by their faith. I maintain to tell you, my dear friend, before we even start getting into superstition, negative or positive superstition, I want to say to y'all straight up, Amen. Romans 1 and 17 is where the believer or the church is supposed to stand. And that is, for the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, and the just shall live by their faith. My friend, I do not live as a believer in God the Father. Now, what often happens with superstition is we take away our eyes from the creator and look at the created thing. 
We take our eyes away from the one who created man after his own kind, the one who had created the heavens and the earth, and we'll turn around and attribute the trees, the wood, the, the wood, the salt, the this, the that, to the power of God and makes it equal with God. Why? Because you have faith that a substance is changing things in your life. Matter of fact, I'm going to share this. When I was in, when I moved back to Maryland, I was about 15 years old. I've been, I was raised by an auntie and uncle in Maryland. And when I moved back to Delaware, a strange thing happened. I had a an older relative would say on New Year's Day. Now, I, on New Year's Day, a man has to come to the front door. And I was like, what? And I would wake up and somebody would go, you need to go down there. I was like, go work her. You need to go down. I'm trying to leave the person's name off out of respect for my family because I love my family like you love yours. But I was like, what in the world do, do that older saint and I, what that older person, because they went to church? They went to church. Are you hearing me? They believed in God. Are you hearing me? They believed in Jesus. But they also believed that if a man was not the first one to show up on New Year's morning, breaking that door, then they would have trouble or bad luck because of it. And I scratched my head because I was thinking like, wait a minute. How in the world can a man showing up or not showing up be good luck or bad luck and going to control your entire year? Let me tell you all something. The problem with superstition is it attaches your faith, your confidence, and even your fear and hopes to something that is not God. Now, there are two types of superstition. Now, there are two types of superstition are negative superstitions involve behaviors or omens that are associated with negative, unlucky, or harmful consequences. I'm going to say it again. A negative superstition. Now, are you a believer that is supposed to be living by faith? Are you afraid of a negative superstition that you were raised up with as a child, taught in your culture, believed by your family, but has no biblical foundation whatsoever. A negative superstition involves behaviors or omens. Uh oh, that's a sign. Brother Ivory, guess what? A bird flew over my house. I go like, that's what birds do, right? Now you just don't understand it was a buzzer. I said, okay. Well, what does that mean? And you, and people get so superstitious. Now, I can tell what somebody's thinking. Well, Brother Hopkins, you mean to tell me you don't believe that there's such a thing as prophetic signs? I'm going to tell you something. Yes, there are certain things and such a thing as prophetic signs. But prophetic signs always lead to the Redeemer. Always leave leaving God the Father, our strength, our keeper, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. They never make the bird, the buzzard, the, the snake coming across the street, or the penny on the ground more greater than the creator that redeemed you. How would you feel? I'm going to say something. Can we talk? Oh, my God. Can we talk? How would you feel if you were the Lord Jesus Christ who, who bled and died, went down to the, took the keys of death, hell, and death, and grave. They whooped his body. They tormented him for your redemption. And then after Jesus did all of that work to put us in right standing with God the Father, all that has to happen is you find a penny. All that has to happen is a bird flying over. All that has to happen is you're walking with your loved one and walk between a split pole. Uh-oh, y'all in trouble now. It's it. Negative superstitions 
involve behaviors or omens, signs that are associated with negative, unlucky, or harmful consequences. And let me tell you the thing about this. If these superstitions can get you putting your faith in them, it will take down the shield of faith. And as a man or woman thinketh in his heart, so is he. Are you hearing me? Death and life is in the power of the tongue and also in the power of your faith, even if it's misdirected faith by superstition. Here goes what we call a positive superstition. They are associated with desires to bring luck or preferable consequences. In other words, somebody said, well, this is a positive superstition. If I do this, I'm going to get luck. If I have this, I'm going to have the, the, the weakest one that I could think of was when I grew up there told me about, you know, and here goes a rabbit's foot. And I go like, oh, my God, a dead rabbit's foot. <laughs> Yo, y'all have to excuse me. I've never been one that too much took the stuff like that. Now, you want me to do what? Put the foot in your pocket. Why am I going to put a dead rabbit's foot in my pocket? I'm cutting the carcass <laughs> of a rabbit in my pocket. Yeah, and when you do, you'll have luck. But if that didn't help the rabbit keep his foot, how in the world that's going to protect me? I think I'll stick with Psalms chapter 37, verse 23 and 24. And it reads like this. The steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his ways. Now, what's, what am I saying? My steps and your steps are ordered by God, and we delight in God's ways. Are you hearing this, soldier? In other words, we are blessed and highly favored because of God. Amen. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him. Are oh, you hearing me? So when it comes to superstitious beliefs, things that I can do in the natural, watch this, watch that. I put my faith and my steps in God. Are oh, you hearing me? Now let's go back and deal with that one. And once again, I want to tell the person of God that asked me this question to just share and elaborate it on it, elaborate on it. I want to thank you. You gave me some good, deliverance, superstitious, come away, let's live by real faith message right here. Now, here it is. Number one, don't split the pole when walking together. If a pole is in the middle. Now, listen what I hear. If you or your loved one are walking hand in hand and approach a pole in your path, do you both veer the same west side? Or does each of you go around on an opposite side? Now, you're doing that not because you just want to keep your hands together. You're doing that because if y'all go between that pole with your hands together and that pole breaks those hands loose, that means y'all's relationship is in trouble. Really? Back then, according to the legend of lovers who allow the pole to come between them, it will, they will be broken up soon. According to this legend of lovers, those who allow that pole to come between them, it brings problems between your relationship. They suggest to you agree on which side of the pole you're going to pass before you arrive there. Otherwise, someone could be pulled face down into the pole at the last minute and destroy y'all's relationship. Sweetheart, are you listening to what we're saying here? Now, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 18 and 21, please excuse me for keep uh, using the Bible, but listen what I feel about my marriage, and no pole is going to stop it. 
I have the favor of God on my marriage and relationship, and a pole in the street is not more powerful than God that keeps me. Proverbs 18 and 22 says, Whosoever finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Let me say this to you. If God has brought what therefore God has brought, uh, brought together, let nothing draw asunder, honey. God has brought y'all's lives together. Ain't no pole in the middle of the street going to mess it up. But I'll tell you what. Put your trust in that pole and take your trust off of God. No wonder you are on shaky ground. Here goes another one. Don't sweep over. Don't get swept over. Now, this superstition states that if someone is sweeping with a broom and they sweep over your feet, then you'll be single for the rest of your life. Now, I know there's going to be a whole lot of people, but I can I call you apostle because somebody swept my foot years ago when we was working at home and cleaning the house. That's the reason why I can't find nobody. The devil is a Give me a break. The blood of Jesus. Give me a break, soldier. This superstition, I'm going to read it again. This superstition states that if someone is sweeping with a broom and they sweep over your feet, then you'll be single for the rest of your life. I'll rebuke that in Jesus' name. Anybody out there, if your foot been swept, you better rebuke that in Jesus' name if you have that kind of belief system. This superstition comes from the island nation of Haiti. This superstition is one that comes from Haiti. It has to do with keeping a tidy house. The tidy house is a metaphor for keeping one's physical and emotional spirit clean. I'm going to say something to all of you. Whether you're from Haiti or, or in America or any place else, it doesn't matter. All nations have these superstitions. Some of us would not bow down to an idol named Baal. Some of us would not bow down, glory be to God, to a demonic spirit called Ashtaroth. But we will bow down to superstition that have been passed down through our generation year after year and never realizing you are born again. You are blood washed. The just lives by their faith. Here goes another interesting one, my dear friend. Spilling of salt, bad, and, and bring spilling of salt, bad luck because of Judas. Now, the widespread superstition that spilling salt brings bad luck is believed to have originated with the overturned salt cellar in front of Judas Issachariot at the Lord's Supper, an incident immortalized, immortalized by Leonardo da Vinci. Look, if you were to look at this picture, and many of y'all have seen that picture, amen, and this is the picture here, I'm putting it up, y'all that are listening, amen, you've seen the picture before. If you would look on the side where Judas is, look what you see here. Right in front of him, there is a picture. I've kind of put a heart around it. And right on that picture there is him telling Jesus, uh, what he's, and Jesus telling him, whatever you have to do, do it quickly. Uh, Judas is talking to two other disciples, and Jesus is over there in the middle. But look, if you look on the table, you will see the salt castle that is turned over. Now, I've had many people come to me and talk to me about people even in church, that have mixed witchcraft and salt along with their prayers. And my dear friend, that is found nowhere in the Bible. The Bible said not you go get salt. The Bible said ye are the salt of the earth. Are you hearing me? Look what it says. What does throwing salt mean? According to superstition, spilling salt is a bad luck. 
and throwing a pinch over your shoulder reverses that bad luck. Boy, I guess the angels and God the Father and Jesus our Redeemer is so glad that y'all found a way to give them a break. God is, God is not enough. Are oh, you understanding me? When you listen at this stuff, think about this. The just shall live by the faith. The word of God said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Let me go on a little bit further. In Italy, you must never pass the salt. It's about marking you out for bad luck. Let me tell you what the word of God says. In the book of Micah chapter 5 verse 12, God said, now listen, the reason why I, I'm preaching out and coming up strongly against these superstitions, because though these superstitions in many cases are borderline witchcraft, and, and, and in a lot of cases, they're straight up witchcraft. In other words, it is trying to say that the created thing, the thing that God created, is and that the thing that God created is greater than the creator. I'm going to put my faith in the created thing and not that. This is why I have no belief in crystals. I have no belief in sage. I have no belief in none of that garbage because my faith is in God the Father who created all things. And I have a right through the Lord Jesus Christ to come boldly before the throne of grace. According to Ephesians chapter 2 and 1, I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. What am I worrying about salt for? But let me say what the Bible says in the book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 12. He said, I will cut off witchcraft out of thine hand, and thou shalt have no more soothsayer. My prayer to God is that many of you that are operating in, in superstition and in witchcraft, I ask God to cut the witchcraft out of your hands. Come on, turn it loose. Cut the sucker loose because it's draining and sucking up your life. Thou shalt have no more soothsayers. Come on. Nobody else running and doing divination. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 13, verse 21. That's Ezekiel, chapter 13, verse 21. And it might be good if y'all read the whole chapter. Ezekiel 13, 1 through 21. Because this is powerful. Look what God says. I, oh, I will also tear off your pagan veils and rescue my people from your hands. And they will no more be in your grip to be hunted and trapped. Then you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord. God said that I am going to stop you from hunting the souls of my people. I'm going to break the traps that you set. And I'm going to rescue my people. Now this word veils here actually means magic veils or magic charms that you're using. Listen at this. And, and that was in the Amplified Bible. I'm going to read Ezekiel 13, 21 in, good, in the Good News Translation. I will tear off your magic veils and rescue my people from your power so that they will no longer be under your control. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I'm, I'm preaching this message and thanking the wonderful person that asked the question for me to go this way. I want to let y'all know that there is many out there that not only have superstition, but superstition is tied to witchcraft. They go to conjurers and rubric. And yeah, y'all heard me. Look, some, some one of the prophetic people the other day said, Apostle, your name is being passed among some of the people that are in the occult. Well, let me help y'all. I don't care. I, 
my name is also written down in the Lamb's book of life. My name and my life is kept by the power of God. I don't care. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to tell the truth. Amen. Then I'm going to go home with the Lord and ain't leaving one day, one day, second, early until God says so. But look how that, that even in witchcraft, they use these superstitious spells. And if you believe in them, they can open portals, gates, and doors to demons. Are y'all understanding me? Yeah, I said it. The reason why I'm so hard against this stuff is because superstition gets in the way of true faith in God. God is always having competition with something he created, something he did. He's always having that in the minds of our carnal mind. Look at one of these spells these people are doing. Power seven, not lover spell. Now listen, there. can you imagine? Now uh, up further we had into two lovers walk between a bowl and their hands get divided. Then their, their relationship is divided. Listen at this one here. The power seven knots lover spell. This spell oper uh, operates by a person using knots and curses spoken in the order to bind a person to you. So they will not be able to break the knot and be free of wanting you. This is truly cords of iniquity. Well, look what God said in the book of Psalms 129 verse 4 and Proverbs chapter 5 verse 22. The Lord is righteous. He has cut asunder the cords of the wicked. That's right. Father, I ask in the name of Yeshua that you cut a cord and break every knotted cord of witchcraft that is trying to tie somebody's soul to somebody they got no business with. Proverbs 5 and 22. His iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holding with the cords of his own sins. Y'all better stop it, because what you thought is going to happen on you. What you put on somebody else can come back on you. That's why the Bible tells us as believers, don't curse nobody. I got this. Let me tell you what it is. Under the laws of reciprocity, under the laws of reaping and sowing, this wickedness that some of us are out there doing, some of the people are out there doing, I don't even need to use the word us because I ain't with you. I'm, I'm telling you straight up. I ain't going to tie no seven knots to get a lover. Oh, you heard me what I'm saying. Proverbs 5 and 22 says, His own iniquities shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holding up with the cords of his sins. Psalms 129, verse 4. The Lord is righteous, and he has cut asunder the cords of the wicked. Can y'all hear me, soldiers like that? By the righteous God that we serve, we command the cords of the wicked to be cut off of our life in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Listen at this one here. The burning of candles to attract love or, to, or a lover and come back to me candles. Listen what the Proverbs 24 and 20 says. For there shall be no reward to the evil man, and the candle of the wicked shall be put out. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that every evil candle that been lit against people's life, that you put the candle out. Lord God, put the candle out. Father God, save them, deliver them, and set the people free so that they can become a light. For we are the light of the, of the world. We, Lord God, we are to shine this gospel so that men will see the good works of God and glorify God the Father. Not us, but God the Father. Here goes another one. Talking about superstition. Master of Love Chicken Charm. Now, I've seen people wear these chicken claws right around their necks. That's right. I've seen people have a chicken claw in a round ball right around their necks. And you think it's just jewelry. It ain't jewelry. This charm has a blue stone in the middle of a piece 
of jewelry that looks like a claw of a chicken holding a stone and worn around their, your neck on a chain. The stone is called the Blue Lover Stone or Venus and is supposed to bring back that lover feeling like it was at the first time. So this is supposed to restir the old love that y'all once had. Are y'all Are y'all kidding me? But this is the mess that's out here. And people's superstition, Brother Harvey, they worked it on me. Let me tell you something. Right now, there's something working on me right now. And that th that's working on me is the Holy Ghost. It's the favor of God. It's the strength of the Lord. It's the power of his might. That's working on me right now. It's what's working on me is to live right. What's working on me is to serve God with all of my heart, all of my soul, and all of my mind. What's working on me is that thou shalt have no other God before me. That's what's working on me. Come on, somebody. Then here goes the other candle. Candle burned 13 days to break up a love affair. Can you imagine that? Let me help y'all with something. If you, if they don't want you and they're not yours, let them go. If you got to burn a candle 13 days to stop someone from running out on you, what in the world think? You gonna, what, you going to burn down a house to make sure they stay? Good God almighty, people. This is done against your loved one. If they are seeing someone else and you want, to, want it to stop, root workers say for you, to burn this candle for 13 days next to the pair of their old shoes. Oh, you this is ridiculous. Honey, oh, listen. Oh, by the way, they didn't tell you about the thousands of dollars that you got to give them while you're working this foolishness. Then they got the comeback spell. Come back to me in seven days candle. This candle is burned to make a person who has decided to leave them to come back. It is also called a think on me spell. Burn on a Sunday night for seven nights. The person will constantly think about you until they come back. Well, let me help y'all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord God, to bring in these people's life first, salvation. And if they call themselves saved, then bring them out of deception. Loose them from a seducing spirit, doctrine of devil, demonic spell. Lord God, set them free from the mixture of God and the occult and superstition. Lord God, let them realize, now somebody's going to be mad with me, Jesus, but I'm going to tell the truth and shame three devils. Father God, break and loose them from the superstition. Lord God, as I'm teaching this teaching right here today, I ask you to stir up people to realize that they've been operating under family line curses of superstition and witchcraft and never even knew it. Sometimes you ask people, you've been dealing with witchcraft? No, I ain't never done nothing like that. Well, if you've been believing these things, I'm going to go through another list of them. Let me go on a little bit further. God, loose them and set them free. Ah, let me, let me, let me highlight this here. That right there. Now, this right here is a list of superstitions. Ready? One. How many of y'all heard this one? This is a simple one. Friday the 13th. Some people say, well, my brother, I got, I, I. I, I want my deliverance, but I can't do it on a Friday the 13th. So what, you going to stay bound up because it's Friday the 13th? Are you kidding me? Friday the 13th don't mean nothing to me but, but Saturday the 14th. That's it. But if you got that superstition in you, oh, my God. Number two, no umbrella open inside. Don't open the umbrella in this house. Why? Because it's bad luck. Jesus, have mercy, people. Crossing your fingers. That means you're crossing things up. If somebody looks at you, now here goes what this demon of superstition have done to some believers. He's got some believers, Brother Audrey, yes. 
uh, uh, somebody that I know, my neighbor. I said, yep. They went outside and they crossed two of their fingers. And they were walking by my house with their fingers crossed. Well, guess what? <laughs> every bit of the ground that my soul, every bit of the ground that my feet shall walk tread upon, I possess it. I wouldn't care if you flipped across my yard. My yard's still blessed. I wouldn't care what you tried to do. My house, everything that I have is blessed of God. Also, this one was an old one. Make a wish on a wishbone. Now, it didn't help the poor chicken bone. <laughs> he being eat up, amen. But no, no, another one. Knock on wood. Matter of fact, they even had a song. I think I better knock, knock, knock on wood. Some of y'all remember that back in the day. Now, knocking on wood is supposed to bring you good luck or cancel out anything negative that was said. I'm knocking on wood. No, baby girl, brother and sister, I'm going to tell you, I've got the rod and the stem of Jesse, honey. I got the branch. I don't need to knock on the wood when I have the branch of the cheap cornerstone. Here goes another big one. Brother Ivory, if you got to pay me my money back, please don't give me $666. Why? Because that's the number of the Antichrist. So let me have any of y'all. <laughs> If you're superstitious over the number 666, what I want to tell you, what does 666 mean to you when you're redeemed, redeemed, redeemed? Are y'all thinking, is anybody, God of mercy, is anybody thinking, are you going to lack superstition? But, 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 but the Bible talks about 666. Yeah, and it's not about you having it. Oh, you're in me. Also, here goes another one. Be careful with that mirror, because if you break that mirror, you're going to have seven years of bad luck. Matter of fact, when Disney did the movie Snow White, they did said there was a saying that the Wicked Witch said that was actually something called Mirror Mantics. And she said, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? When she was speaking to that mirror, Disney had incorporated a, 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 uh, a superstitious and witchcraft belief that through neuromantics one could find direction for their life. That also goes along with well-watermantic. Some believe you could see who your future husband or wife would be by looking in the well. Some folks even believe the image in a tea leaf or in a cup would tell you things. Now you say, well, Brother Ivy, but there's some people that do that. Mm -hmm. Those that are caught up in superstition and witchcraft. And some people are ignorant. Are you hearing me? They don't know. But I, what about a black cat? What about a black cat? Black cat's crossing your path. If a black cat crosses my path, amen, I keep right on stepping. Are you hearing me? Doesn't that make you afraid? Nope. Don't, don't you feel like it's going to change your whole destiny? Nope. Matter of fact, I have a whole lot of kittens. Brown ones, white ones, furry ones. And guess what? Doesn't matter. We feed them, that's it. They don't got anything. Matter of fact, they're blessed because we get cat food and feed them. Bottom line. Whoa, here goes another one. Don't walk under that ladder. What's going to happen? You're going to have bad luck if you walk under that ladder. So all of a sudden, our steps that are ordered by the Lord, our promotion that come from God, for the Bible said promotion come from God. He said the blessing of the Lord is upon the house of the righteous. But all you need is a walk under a ladder. And everything God said, out the window. Is anybody understanding me? My dear friend, the reason why I hit this one, amen, 
I, I appreciate the individual that brought this thought to me to actually teach this message on superstition versus the just that live by their faith. My dear friend, I will share this with you as well. You know, in my book that I wrote, Deliverance uh, from Voodoo and African Curses, matter of fact, I'm going to pull that book up. You can get that book off of our website at pilgrimsministry.org, this book right here. I go into some of the things that deal with voodoo, santeria, African curses, horoscope and astrology, and even something we call southern witchcraft. Now, this is not a put-off on anyone, but the bottom line is, glory be to God, we are not to be superstitious and fearful of nothing. We're only to fear God, and God do we put our trust. You can get that book of Deliverance Training Manual, Setting the Captive Free from Voodoo, Santeria, African Curses, Horoscope, and Hinduism. Well, look, my dear friends, I trust that you have enjoyed the word of the Lord. I sure enough have been enjoyed bringing it to you. I say again, if you are on my podcast, on Ivory Hopkins, the General of Deliverance podcast, we ask you to go ahead and subscribe. Keep checking us out. You're on our YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe. We really appreciate it. We will be coming back with other teachings. Glory be to God. And I want to say to you guys, amen. I tell you, you guys are marvelous. You are amazing. I appreciate your donations. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your prayers. And I'm going to say this to you. Look at me. I have no fear of nothing but God. But Brother Ivan, they hear you. I don't care. I have no fear of nothing but God. Ain't nobody, I'm not leaving this world till God say, come on, son. And I go, thank you, Father. My dear friend, the just should live by their faith. Now, I'm getting ready to get up out of here. And I want y'all to always remember what I tell you, what I keep telling you. I want you to always remember God, he is watching. God bless. Share this message with others and subscribe to our channels. And thank you for your Cash App donations to General Ivory Hopkins. God bless. Love you guys. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our Cash App and make a Cash App donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye.